Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1995's Bad Boys, do me a solid favor, pause this, go see this on Netflix, it is streaming now. Come back and join us and join the conversation. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Cold45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out there. There, that's Satchel, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. You name it, we're out there. Today, Cold45 is powered by Fandemic Tour. The tour brought to you by fans for the fans. And we're also powered by Patreon. Uh, shout out to brand new Patreon subscribers. Molly Smith, thank you so much. Uh, Albert Gonzalez and Home Video Hustle. Thank you guys so much for your contributions. We appreciate it. Your shit is in the mail. You are now listening to Call 45, the only cold movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome, everybody. To a 90s edition of Code 45. I'm your host, Beat'em Down. Today I'm joined by Random Randy Savage. Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking it back, man. All the way back to middle school for me. We're doing Bad Boys, mm-hmm. Michael Bay's debut film starring Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Was it really? Yeah. Because it definitely feels like it, it smells of Michael Bay all up and down. Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's his it's his movie, man. It's a it's a really interesting story with that. We'll get to that in a bit. But um, what was your first impressions with uh, Bad Boys, bro? There are like maybe five movies I can count on my hand that I can repeat verbatim, <laughs> and this is one of them. <laughs> That's funny. You know, it's really funny. It's like I've only I've seen this movie probably three times, and the last time I seen it was years and years and years ago. There's a lot of stuff I remember, and a lot of stuff I don't. Actually, so this is one of the first movies I've seen. That was rated R on my own as mm-hmm. a kid. And they just let me in that motherfucker, dude, which is weird. But um yeah. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> like the theme song because it was just I, Yeah. How old was I? Was I like eleven? Eleven? <laughs> <laughs> I was like uh, yeah, I went to wow, ninety seven. Yeah, yeah ninety seven is when I went to uh uh high school. I was thirteen. So yeah, I was like eleven years old seeing this. And they just yep. let me. They just let me in the theater by myself. Me and my friend uh, Chris Dayday. Shout out to Chris Dayday. And we watched that shit, bro. And we were just blown away. So just imagine eleven year old beat him down watching fucking Bad Boys. Oh, <laughs> and there's a lot of shit that went over my head that I was like, "What? Wait, what? Like, I can't wait to talk about this fucking movie." Right? Yeah. Are you ready? You ready to do this? Ready? Yeah, let's get into it. All right, fuck it. Let's just get into it, man. So basically, man, this is like this was a big deal for me because we're dealing with guys. They're like at the height of their fucking popularity. We got Will Smith at the, like the the Fresh Prince, fucking um like peak, and we have Martin Lawrence at his peak with the show Martin. So like, no one no one thought these guys could do this shit seriously, dude. Because supposed to be um originally it was supposed to be Wesley Snipes and Eddie Murphy. I could have watched that. Yeah, I, I would have watch watched that. I don't know what you're talking about. Even Arsenio Hall was supposed to be Mike Lowry, which I'm glad that did not happen. That was gonna be weird. Could you no. imagine Ugh. Arsenio as Mike Lowry? It's an old Mike Larry. Oh God. Old Ugh. But um, you know, we get in these guys. It's like it's like having two superpowers like collide. This is amazing. So see, you're seeing them argue in this fucking Porsche, and like you know, uh, Will Smith is this rich douchebag. Fucking uh, he plays Mike Lowry. Marcus Burnett is uh Martin Lawrence's character. He's like grubbing on a fucking burger in a Porsche. So he's kind of an asshole too. And they're just going back and forth, and it's just. 
you could tell it's ad lib city. Like, well, I can't now. I thought, yeah, I thought this was brilliant writing at first <laughs> as a kid. At first, it's like it feels like I don't know why, but now that I'm watching it, I feel like this is their superpower that they just happen to do all the time. It's just like this is how they just this is how they roll, but it also has a like a unique ability to uh, they can communicate through the banter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like, like yeah. <laughs> That's actually genius. They get like this really weird, unorthodox 90s uh, honeypot robbery where instead of just doing a basic carjacking, they got to have a hot chick distract them first, Mm -hmm. which I'm like, this is really convoluted. (laughs) And then we get to see Tig from um, fucking uh, Sons of Anarchy making a really sad cameo. Yeah, I knew that's where he was from. Bro, like... I've seen this guy from. Yeah, when I was was watching Sons of Anarchy, I was like, I know this guy. And I just couldn't put my finger on it. Now I realize it was for fucking bad boys. So they're arguing still, even with the guns trained on them and everything. They're just like, like... (laughs) I like how they... (laughs) I like how... um, the guy was still trying to do the robbery. He's like, man, will you shut the fuck up? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I like how underneath he's like, what? I was going to get the big, thick motherfuckers. <laughs> it's like. And um, yeah, man. So they use it as a distraction to basically, you know, be surprised. They're cops because the twist is they're cops. This movie, the twist. Mm-hmm. And then we get the title screen. Bad boys. And like this dope ass musical score, which I've hummed as a child for the longest. Like it's always stayed with me. Not so much as a musical score. I just like. I'm more about the characters in this movie more than anything else. And I, I feel like Michael Bay can actually be a good director if he's not messing with toys. Nice. I feel like there's a lot of, like, if the, like, I feel like he could do good things if there was no like toy line behind it. Or then I feel like those are more like notes. And it made me start to wonder, like, did he just get like a lot of studio notes and like transformers and Ninja Turtles just get screwed and his vision for it just kind of gets convoluted along the way. But mm, who knows? Cause uh, it, it could be uh, execs in his ears. You never really know, especially with the fact that um, <laughs> Michael Bay himself said the script is a piece of shit. He shit it all over the script. And he actually depended on um, Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence to ad-lib their way through this fucking film. There are I, definitely scenes that are like that. I was heartbroken. There's a lot of scenes that is basically Will Smith and Martin Lawrence carrying this movie on their fucking, just on their talent alone. Which is why I was, I was like, man, this movie's like, oh, man, they really got these guys like down. <laughs> like when I was a kid. I was like, it's like, wow, they're so good at this. <laughs> They like wrote this out for them. Or like they really captured it because it's because it was all ad lib. Yeah, I, I didn't know what ad libbing was as a kid, man. Like it, it's weird watching this as an adult because mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to like hold on to nostalgia because some of the shit doesn't make any fucking sense. No. Some of it does. I, now, okay, so I remember I remember this when they uh they're showing the bad guys who honestly have no names. Nobody has. They just have attitudes and that's it. And yeah, there's like this robbery about to go down, and because we get oh we're getting like all the shots of Miami and shit. I love how the decoy didn't know he was gonna die. Like why why else would you be in that outfit? Like it's not like right. anyone else who saw you would be like oh that's a cop. Who, like no you're not. You're who, not a cop. Who laid out the plan to this guy? It's like you're gonna dress up as a cop, a little bit of razzle dazzle here and there, and boom we got the heroin. He's like oh I like it. It's like. How do you? Oh, he's just an out of work actor who really needed like the part, and he's like, "Come on, I could play, you know, cop number three. I could just walk in and be like, Chief, it's it's the mayor on the phone here for it, like you know that kind of guy." And he's like, "Okay, yeah, 
the Mr. Fouché wants to bring you in, and we're going to drive you around town just to get a like, set location. But we're definitely going to show what you're going to look like. He's like, yeah, I look like the part, right, guys? Like, yeah, you do. Hey, guess what? What? Shoots him right in the fucking chest cavity out the fucking door. And then, and then the guy, Fouché. I didn't, I didn't get his name until in the movie. I don't know. Is that, is that how that happened for you, too? Where did I find out? In, in the Al Capone That's right. Oh, okay. So fucking um, like he gets shot and the Fouché calls in and I feel like was he the same bad guy from um Kiss of the Dragon? Yes. Okay, <laughs> I fucking love this guy. <laughs> I like him in Wing Commander. I didn't see that movie. Ugh, you watched that? I Jesus. did. Ugh. I I like I don't know what it was about Freddie Prince Jr. and this guy, but it was like yeah, let's we're gonna make a not so much Star Wars kind of Star Wars movie, right? And it's like we're gonna use the Force and their spaceships and like whatever. But like no, I, I like him more in Kiss of the Dragon only because of when he um had that mental breakdown and went fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so Kiss my ass. Yeah. So we have this guy who's really not over the top in this movie, but he calls in that a cop got shot. So all the cops in the universe. Leaves the police station so they can rob this motherfucker with, with high tech bobsledding technology, and it's fucking like when I was a kid, I was like, whoa, because you know, real talk, ninety five, nobody was doing shit like this amazing. No, like straight just, up, like, they just rob things with guns and shoot things, right? So this is really intricate for me, and I was like, oh, they got night vision goggles, like, and what what pisses me off is like these guys are so like smart and genius, only in the beginning of this movie, and then. I guess they just, all their mana is just out and they're tapped and they can't recharge for like the entire duration of the film. I think everyone else around him does because they just start answering phones. They start giving information out. And then like Fouché's the only one who's like, no, you're fucking with my timetable. You're fucking with my timetable. Like that's his line over and over and over again, this whole movie. Yeah. And I was like, uh, but, okay, whatever. But the rub is, folks, that they stole the heroin right from the, under the noses of the cops. And it's a bigger deal because this was Marcus's and Mike's career bust. Because these guys are the best of the best cops of all time. They're, they're super cops. So it's a <laughs> huge fucking deal, right? And we have the captain who was um the weird guy with the glasses from Memento. I don't He's know also a uh, cipher from Matrix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really like him. I really like him as the captain. Joe? I can't say his last name, but it's like Joe Pantolino or something like that. Of course. <laughs> but um, he should have been in like more mob movies. But like, I really fucking like this guy because he's that captain that is just like, yeah. guys, you're a pain in my ass. What's going on? Oh, God. Check this out. Come here. Look at this shit. It's fucked. It's bad. Come here. It's like <laughs> it's like they made the conscious decision. It's like, okay, so we have two black cops who are good detectives. Is there any way we can get a loud, brawish bra kind of white captain to like just be like so the opposite of what we normally see right and he nailed it he's like hey guys notice something missing huh hmm? <laughs> like you know silver bricks about this big about yay high all that heroin gone hundred million dollars just angry and um i love how like uh, internal affairs it's clearly like his ex-wife or some shit like just comes in and is like, I'm going to shut you down. I've always, I've always hated you and this is the best thing possible. And uh, so now there's like, I love how the timetable changed because they initially have 72 hours to figure this out because they're gonna, it's going to be pointed to, inwards towards them. Right? Right. And it's like, we don't figure out this shit. <laughs> We're all fucked. We're and, all fucking fired. No. <laughs> So the jobs okay, are Okay, 72 line. hours. Five days later. <laughs> nah, I know, right? 
But um, it is like, <laughs> you guys know what you do. You do what you do best, but do it faster. And it's basically just asking people shit. You know, but not mm-hmm. as not pressing them as hard. And okay. So they go to the gym, right? Cause they, they talk to the tire guy, Jojo, and then they move on to this uh deal because Mike has a chick who is a prostitute or a yep. escort or lady of the night or cool chick, whatever, whatever you want to call her. Whatever you want to call her, surrounded with dick fingers, it's fine. Yeah. So she's like, but see, I, I thought she was the owner of a gym as a kid. <laughs> I was, cause I saw the backwards hat and the crop top, and she's in the gym working. I was, oh, she works there, and I just left it at that. I didn't, I didn't, I did not put two and two together, Randy. I don't know if that makes me a stupid person or what. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I, I knew she didn't own the gym. I thought like they caught her working out. That's what they caught her doing. But by the time we get to the point where we're like, what does she actually do? She's already like, no, she's not not a part of the story anymore. I so it's still like, okay. didn't put it together, dude. I. I it, the whole time I'll, I'll explain why so he's like so mike is like hey max a lot of m characters by the way in the script mm-hmm. marcus max and, mike mike yeah come on guys do better than that but um he was like hey you know just kind of keep your ear to the ground if you hear about anybody you know do, you know trying to have a big ass party because they just scored you know a big deal like you know kind of let me know 100 million dollars worth of heroin i think somebody's gonna spend some money right <laughs> And um, they're still doing some like you know trying to find some intel and shit, but um, they find a dead body, right? And and who, who did? Oh, because they got a lead for the ventilator guy, because uh, Francine, right, a uh, blonde haired uh, lady who's like in charge of like looking up the databases and stuff, and um, they're trying to figure out um how the fuck did they these uh, these robbers get the schematics for the ventilation system that was right over the heroin, right. And I and I really feel like it was ad libbed how much Mike Lowry shitted on like the positioning of the vent. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that was real smart, guys. This is gonna help everyone out, right? <laughs> <It's all> bullshit. <laughs> so they went to go see the ventilation guy. We get the you know, uh, you know, black guys in the white home joke, which for some reason will never age. Nope. Even if it's your own house. Anyway, sorry. <sighs> Don't be alarmed with Negroes. Right. There's too much bass in your voice. You guys have any brown sugar? <laughs> so I want that on a t-shirt. Uh, that's a good shirt. Um, but they find out the ventilation guy got fucking murdered. And we get some comedy, guys, because this is a action comedy. Mm-hmm. Your boy Marcus can't handle the can't handle the violence. He can't. And that's the dynamic, folks. We have Marcus, who's just the the goofy family man, and then we have Mike Laurie. You know. Cool, smooth, badass, and I, I, I and I feel like I, totally I'm the, I feel like I'm the Marcus. I mean, yeah, it's it's accurate, but like I feel like that gave Will the shot to go forward in his career. Yeah, it really did. I feel like after this, everyone like, oh, what else can he do? Yeah, he's serious. He's a serious cat. He could be funny, but right. he's he's more serious. Like right. even though even though your boy Martin was killing a lot of people in this movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. he killed a lot of people. And he even, do, uh, we'll talk about the last line he has, like the action line that he had. But like, I, I felt like Martin could have did some shit, but it just, I feel like Blue Streak and Big Mama's yeah. house did not help shit. He went in a weird direction. Black Knight, yeah, he he took he took some weird movie choices from here on out. It's like I, somebody needed to pay back the tax, like the tax man, and just like took whatever was coming to him. Saw like, what happened yeah, to Wesley, yeah. and he's like, oh fuck that, <laughs> that ain't gonna be me doing specials and shit. But um. So we find out that your boy is a trust fund baby. And, like, that's the thing. And then we get, like, this weird monologue where I bust my ass 
every day. I'm the first one in and the last one to leave, but I still find time for hoeing somehow. Because <laughs> that's what he does. He he fucks women and he puts away bad guys. That order. Yeah. All the time. And somehow he works overtime somehow. Okay. Which is probably, yeah. uh, whatever. So, um, but like, I like, okay. So, so Will, Will, I'm sorry. Um, Mike calls Marcus a bitch, right? Right. While he's driving. And Marcus is like, well, like, I could pull this motherfucker over and we'll just be two bitches in the sea. Ad-libbed lines. Oh. Right. I totally buy that. <laughs> I bought all of it. Because like, <laughs> Martin wasn't ready for that. And he was like, oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Like, hey guys, slow ass driver, driving like a bitch. Slow ass Miss David. Why don't you keep fucking with me? I'm gonna throw this fucking car into the goddamn ocean. to be two bitches in the sea. Is that it? Is that what you want? No. Yeah, that was my just... wife. No, I ain't no bitch. Yeah, and that's that's just ah, good banter. And then they do the bad boys thing because yeah, why not? Magic of ad lib like that. That carried the movie, man. All movie, bro. It's just them doing their thing. So, um. Max is a terrible person. She's. I don't know about that. I think Max is an excellent detective. <laughs> I think she's a piece of shit. Because okay, well, okay, tell me why you think she's a she's a she's a, a sleuth. She found our guys in less. They took the entire movie to get to Fouché. <laughs> she found them in less than twenty four hours. Fair. She's a piece in of shit friend. She's a piece of shit friend because she's a goddamn escort, and like. The madam is like, well, like, they want another chick, so just bring your roommate. She's like, I guess. And her roommate didn't even know what kind of party this was. And she drug her along, which is, which is another reason as a child, I was like, she's not a prostitute. Why would she bring her friend along? I thought there was just... And then not nah, only did she show... Bro, she knows. Don't, so, she knows. They're roommates. I don't know. Because she seemed real she ditzy knows. and real, like, not about that life at all. She just seemed like a chick that was just... Getting help from a friend. And he said, Well, I owe just, you. Yeah, they're supposed to be. So she's going to have to suck yeah, some dick to I pay off you. those loans. Like, for real? Like, that's what she's going to make her do? Really, Max? Hey, you're some down and out friend. Some chicks do it for a free meal. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you said that with a little bit too much bass in your voice. <laughs> I'm oh. just saying, ladies. Wow. <laughs> Any motherfucking way. So uh, that's why I'm single. <laughs> nice. So Eddie, one of the guys in the group, uh, you know, his man is tapped out. So he's officially stupid as fuck because he's like, not only am I going to skim from our very dangerous take from the police, I'm not only going to leave the heroin in the package, <laughs> clearly marked. Marked evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to. Bring two prostitutes and like just be and already be coked out of my mind, and try it's to like, like prostitutes that are known to be talking to cops apparently. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. Cause like the whole like the captain knew who the madam was. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh Cheryl. Yeah. Madam, I ain't seen her in six hours. <laughs> <laughs> Fouché and the other bad guys show up. It's it's murder time because you couldn't wait a day. You couldn't wait one day to fuck up. You could at least fucked up on day four. You four fucked days. up day you, one. You couldn't wait four more days until I made the deal. Jesus. Then you're gonna skim, and then then when I, I when I found out the payout, cause like I didn't, I didn't think about the payout as a kid. I was like, whatever, okay, it's a crazy sum of money. 
But then when I thought about the payout, I was like, why? How could you not hold your horses? You could have had the greatest million dollar hooker party of all time. You could have had the Super Bowl. It's like you rented out a suite. You could have bought the hotel. You could have the World Cup of like prostitute parties for a, for a fraction of your fortune that you were going to get. You could have flown to Amsterdam and have all the hookers. He could have went to like just an empty lot, like an empty stadium lot, filled it with cocaine and did like a, a ski solemn and then had an orgy with hookers and still have some money left over. He could have dressed up as Uncle Sam and <laughs> hang glide over a, a football field of redheads laid end to end with every guy in the stadium slightly resembling his father just screaming, go son, go. Go, son, go! <laughs> and still have enough to retire for 20 years. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Especially in 90s money. Exactly. Are you in... Because uh, that's easily six, $60 trillion. <laughs> easily. <laughs> easily. <sighs> Sorry. Where are we? <laughs> we, we, we got Murder time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's rightly, justly murdered for this. And they shoot him up real bad. And the other bad guys is guy with the mustache, cracks wise, and fat mob guy. Love these guys. And guy with a backwards kango hat and goatee. Noah. Right. But the other two guys don't have names. So they shoot the shit out of uh, him. And then, of course, Max is there, so she has to die. Luckily, luckily, anxiety got the best of, <laughs> of her friend Julie. And she had to go to the bathroom and have a mental breakdown. And that's what saved her life. Right. But she's really bad at stealth, so she gets spotted, and they shoot at her. And, and what happens next, Randy? She makes the most Michael Bay escape I've ever seen. Because <laughs> it's all slow-mo. Yes. There's two guns just coming out of nowhere, and then she has to make a, like the, the classic 80s jump from the building into the pool escape dive. And it's such and, a high like, of course, dive, my God. Yeah. But of course, she makes it because every pool that's next to a building is at least 30 feet deep. Yeah. And no one has ever cracked their skull doing that. Have you not seen the big hit? <laughs> this is how you do it. But that was like a Jackie Chan level height. I was like, I love how the guys shooting at her were like, holy shit, she made it. Like, they couldn't believe it. You're serious? She jumped? Because they oh. thought they shot her off. Like, she fell off. And But yeah. I appreciate them, like, kind of like, yeah, we know this is ridiculous, but. We'll just have them be in disbelief. Mm -hmm. So, while all this crazy shit's going down, they go, uh, they basically just, you know, it's crime scene time, right? Right. So, everybody's showing up. It's just routine murder, whatever. It is what it is, you know, just another day on the job type shit. Until your boy Mike finds Max, who was shot into a glass table. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's like we need her to die dramatically as possible, and, and they did it. Like it was, I hate how they, they shot they it. Gave her, they gave her a Jackie Tan like three camera shoot for that fall. It was like yeah. one underneath there, one on the side, one like <laughs> right in her face, and then like. <laughs> so she's she's just dead. She's super dead, and uh, you know Mike Mike's about to cry, but he's too cool for that shit. So he tells. He tells Marcus he's gonna just go off and do some shit. But he basically cried in the car. Left the crime scene. Cried really I mean he had like a deep just 
<laughs> all the way to the madam's house to see if the madam is okay, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marcus is like, I'm going back to the office, I guess. So he's at the office with the captain. Meanwhile, right, si- they, yeah, go ahead. Well, because they they find out that the guy that shot uh, that's a, that's the cop. That's the, their leak in the information. So they mm-hmm. need to get into his like police jacket, which is password locked, and it's kind of a thing mm-hmm. that happens later, but it gets thrown out of the way at the end of the movie. Right. right, right also, right. there's also a witness, but they don't know who it is. Right. Because they because uh, oh because uh, before he was traumatized, your boy Mike Lowry. Ace Detective saw that there was two shades of lipsticks, but only one dead right. broad. So they got two possible leads, right? So right. Your, your boy, um, Mike Lowry, is going to try to check on. I don't remember her dying. I don't remember a madam. That's how concerned I was about Max's well being. <laughs> I just remember a chick dies. I'm like, whatever. So the madam gets slaughtered quickly. And for some mm-hmm. reason, the murderer. Only had enough power to murder one person. He just beats up. Uh-huh. He just he just throws them out of a window that that does not lead to a drop at all. He just threw him out of a window and he fell on the ground and left him there. The end. Yeah. Mike gets to live just because the guy was too tired. <laughs> I think. Okay. I think they were still under the orders of not killing cops. Oh, thank you. Okay. Okay. Because Mike comes in like a cop. He's like, you know. 2213 and requesting backup, please. You know this resident. He never got that backup either. Yeah, but he the, the the killer could hear that and is like, "That's a cop." Fouché don't kill said, "Don't kill any cops because that's gonna bring more heat than they need, and they need four days to get this deal through." Good so, on you, Randy. Okay, thank you for that. I, that 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 actually plugged up a nice hole. Thank you. So, while that bullshit's happening, some more bullshit's on the way. <laughs> And I actually hated this as a kid. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, oh, can't they just be themselves? <laughs> so one of the main things with this movie is um, Marcus has to be Mike because... The before, Oliver Twist story. Right. So before Max dies, she just randomly lays out how much she trusts Mike Larry out of nowhere. Just... <laughs> If yeah. anything ever happened to me, he's the one I would talk to. Like, just whatever. So she takes that advice. Julie and she's like I'm not talking to nobody but Mike man I'm not gonna be reasonable even though I could just because because Eddie mentioned that he was a cop before he got murdered so she's super right. paranoid rightly so so she's like I ain't talking to nobody but Mike so the captain's like Marcus you're fucking Mike deal with it I don't know why <laughs> Marcus had to do a voice because how would how would she how would she know because comedy that's why because ah. there's no point there's no point for like, cause she's never met Mike. There's no reason for to disguise your voice if you've never met the person. And it's like he does it one time in one scene and then never does it again. Cause it's like Mike Larry, Mike Larry. <laughs> he doesn't talk that way. Talk like him. Try to talk sexy. Yeah, you don't that sounds sexy enough. Yeah, that was no, that was just weird. The captain was telling him so. <laughs> I need you to ooze sex, Mark. He's like, bro, like shut up. And it's like, how does he not hear this? But movie, movie magic, folks. So he's forced to be Mike. So he has to meet up with Julie, and she tries to bash his fucking brains in. She's like, "You're there's no way you're you're Mike because you, like, you were described differently." Because Max described her Mike as a six foot three black guy who's slender and has like defined cheekbones, 
and you're Martin Lawrence, <laughs> not that guy. <laughs> and like rightly so, she should have bashed his head in. But like, okay, at this moment, because you already she already calmed down. She's exhausted from trying to murder you. You were like, hey, bitch, I'm a cop, and you showed that you didn't murder her. And you're like, we need to go. Right. I felt like this is a good point to be like, look, I'm Marcus Burnett, bitch. I'm Mike Lowry's yeah. partner. That would have been Definitely. the time, but we had to keep this going. For comedy's sake. For... It's an actual comedy movie, people. <laughs> it's comedy, but a lot of because, okay, like, I'm starting to feel Michael Bay. I'm glad Michael Bay knew this was a piece of shit, and God bless Martin and uh, Will for making this not chicken shit. So, right. Fucking um, bad guys come because they just start trying to murder the motherfuckers immediately. So we get a uh, mustache, uh, fat mob dude, and random uh, <laughs> big Hispanic or possibly Samoan guy who's, who's a red shirt in this mission. They come in just a blast and blip, 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 blah, blah. It's a fucking firefight. Right. Big dude goes down because he's just dared to die. And for them to be like, we can't have any more bodies, guys. <laughs> like, so mustache is upset and they're chasing after uh, Marcus and Julie, right? Right. I really like the fat Bob dude so much because, like, they <laughs> Marcus, Marcus and Julie escape, right. and like the skinny dude is like really giving the fat dude shit, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, shut the fuck up, cockeyed motherfuckers. <laughs> if you lose some weight, you would have caught them. Dude, they're having like a hard argument. I mean, they literally shot in the public, but they took this. They did not escape. They took a sweet time to just argue with each other hard. It felt so personal, dude, what they were saying to each other. <laughs> you know I have a thyroid problem, you ass. Yeah, dude, they just fucking... <laughs> we called him a cockeyed motherfucker. I was like, yo, that's hilarious. Cockeyed bastard, though. Oh, so good, bro. So, um, he takes her back to... Uh, cause she, oh, because he's like, protective custody, bitch. She's like, no. Right. How about we do your... Ver- you want to do protective custody, take me to your house, right? So that's a whole fucking thing. And um, Marcus takes Julie to Mike's house, right? Yeah, but this is also another point where he'd be like, okay. And he takes him to her his own house. And it's like, what are you doing? I'm not Mike. My name is Marcus. This is my wife. These are my children. Murderers don't take you to their own home. <laughs> right. Which is still kind of like, I was so, they don't have cell phones. So he couldn't like just call his wife and be like, hey, there's some crazy shit about to go down. So he has to put up with fine ass Teresa Randall. God, she is so yeah. hot. Oh, she's so hot. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, this would have been another good time to come clean. Or, hey, these are the pictures of Mike Lowry. This is actually him. This right. is his apartment, but I am his partner. Yada, yada, yada. And let's stop this crazy shit. But no, I'm going to yeah. leave you here because I don't know where my partner is, but I'm going to leave you in here. Mm-hmm. Also, fuck Chet the doorman. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. Why was wrong with Chet? Everything. He's annoying. Everything. He doesn't listen. He told him it wasn't like that. He got, I hate him. I hate him. I got, I got excited when a particular part happened. I thought he went down and he didn't. And I no, was like, Come I mean, on. like, I told, if you're looking at it from Chet's perspective, here's a dude that Mike knows, he's his best friend, and he comes in with this strange girl he's never met. And we know that they have marital issues because Mike's a big blab about things. Apparently. So it's like, Apparently. yeah. And it's just like, oh, hey, how's the wife? How's the kids? How's that going? And you know, my father left me when I was little. Because he left for some tramp. I'm not gonna let that happen to you. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to keep it like, so that way you make a conscious decision to save your marriage, bro. Hey, fuck Chet. I, <laughs> I fuck feel like him. I feel like Chet was really trying to like to get into his head and be like, 
you don't want to do this. Go home. Take take this prostitute back to where you found her. Right. And, and that just... would have been cool if that was the damn case, but it wasn't. How many times did he have been like, it's not like that? It's not like that. And then if he really cared about his well-being when he was leaving, oh, you're one of those guys, huh? Real quick, huh? Yeah. Fuck you, Chet. Like, we're still on this? We're still yeah. on this? Really? And you think I'm going to leave her in here then, if that's the case? Well, shut up, Chet. He's trying to play the guilt card. He's like, yeah, I wonder why it was so quick. Because God is sitting on your soul. God, I would I, I pray I meet somebody like that so I can have the pleasure of choking them out. So oh, Marcus, Marcus goes home. Yeah, he goes home to get berated by his wife where he could have explained what the fuck happened. I don't know why. Again. <laughs> uh, it's not a good comedy point because you don't talk. Like, I hate when sh- every everything that does that, I hate it. Every show, every everything, I hate it. When they don't talk to each other. And they take it even further the next day. Because, first of all, uh, officer down. But nobody said mm-hmm. nothing. There's no, like, radio, anything about the shit. It's just a goddamn secret that Mike Lowry got his ass kicked. And he went to a hospital, I guess, and stayed overnight there. But nobody knew nothing about that. And pagers right. just proved how worthless they were in this movie. <laughs> But paging you all night. Well, it was on the ground and smashed to pieces. <laughs> and I had that's it on how good break. it was. Right. And I'm like, right. But it's like, dude, like, uh, and so then when they see each other in the morning, they just banter fest. Bah, 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 you're an asshole. You're a bitch. You're a whole cake. Da 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 da. da. But nobody talks about. Hey, by the way, there's a, a crying white woman in your house. Good well, morning. That happens later. No, fuck that. Like you, you show up with some fucking taquitos. And a goddamn explanation, man. You come with some fucking breakfast, some kolaches or something, and a cup of coffee. Like, yo, I got some bad news, Randy. There's a really upset white bitch in your house. Take a seat. Let me explain. But no. No, 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 no. They just bitch at each other. They just bitch at each other. And then, and then fucking um, the captain. Because they have... They have to have some kind of empathy, but they can't really outwardly care with for each other. So it's like it's like they gotta complain because they care. And it's like, where the hell were you? I was well why'd you get back with me? Why didn't you call me, man? What's going on? Why are you like like listen, I have a concussion, I have got hurt. That's the gist of it so far. <laughs> I did like it when um when uh <laughs> when Mike was like, I'm doing fine though, thank you. <laughs> <I did> that. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. But they went the man who whooped your ass. Oh yeah. He's like, well, I want to meet the man who whooped Shaft's ass. Like you know that was once again, it's all them holding it down, man. Right. But what kills me is they have this epic banter from the goddamn parking lot, Randy, into the lobby, up the escalator, all the way to the gym, and still did not tell him about the white woman in his house. That is paramount, Randy. Don't do me like that. Don't ever do right. me like that. Don't don't just if have. I ever have if I ever have to hide a white woman in your house, I will just come out and tell you. The only one you don't have to announce are like Polynesian women. I'll be fine. That's that's I'll be a happy surprise. <laughs> but, oh shit, it's Moana. <laughs> I'm gonna I brought that. you a I brought you a slew of Asian women. Here you go. <laughs> as far as the eyes can see. <laughs> Straight from the mountaintop. <laughs> John Boy just sitting there with a glass of champagne, smiling like, "Yes, well, yes. the freshest of the <laughs> Oh God, I've partaken a few of them, if you don't mind. <laughs> okay, for the record, I do not like women being described as fresh ever. I've never found that cool. That always irked the shit out of me. I heard it. it was, 
I knew a guy from Belize that tried to say that shit one time, and I was just like, "Ew, dude, ew." Because he 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 when he said fresh, he pushed that word out so hard it made me want to vomit a oh. little bit. Like you know they're fresh. I was like, "Come on, dude." Oh, come on! Like they're God. packed in ice or something. Anyway. <laughs> fucking christ uh where was i yeah 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 yeah. so yeah um the deadline the drug deadline's a thing right uh uh all this is while uh mike finally finds out from the captain that there's a ruse going on and now they gotta you know his trading places they gotta switch and be each other and uh i do like the whole like <laughs> you be mike you be you <laughs> but not not when he's mike like that was funny right. I, did, I did like that but um mm-hmm. So they got to switch. So like it's basically wife swap, you know. Right. Uh what sucks is I rather it be like they never switch and Mike does I I I guess it's it's the buck the trend cuz like you 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 know what that movie in your head is like already. If they didn't yeah. swap. You already know he's going to bang the shit out of uh uh Julie. Right? You know, the family's going to be happy and be like go get him dad. You like I I get it. I get it. But I want that. <laughs> it's hard to explain. It's like I'd rather that movie. It's fine. I rather I rather a predictable movie than this like nobody talking to each other shit. But whatever. So Francine is struggling to pull up Eddie's um, file on the thing. She just she, she just can't do it. She press, right. She, she's tip tapping. She's 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 like doing the troubleshooting on the router. She she, just, she can't figure it out. But that's that's no big deal, right? That's not that's not gonna be a thing later. And, no, um, it's not going to be a thing at all. Right. So we do get like a funny bit of comedy. This is funny. Where uh, he has to, <laughs> when he was, when he initially went into the house and tried to turn on the lights and he tripped, I laughed. Oh, yeah. That was kind of fucking funny because he tripped. He, he, that was an ugly pratfall and I enjoyed it. So, like, there's like this huge, first of all, Mike is an asshole. Mike Lowry is a complete douche because he has a shrine to himself. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I, 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 I don't, who the fuck has a wall of photos of themselves? Mike Lowry. And like it's, it's like, his it's his journey in life too. Like oh, at this age, I played ball and da 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 da. Like, yeah, I get, but I I get like if you have pictures of you and your family and like you and maybe someone else, but no pictures of just you hanging on a basketball court, you know, and that's hang gliding thing. or something. That's another thing. Your parents died, and they left you a shit ton of money. You ain't got a picture of them. As a thank exactly. you, at least you asshole, Jesus. So he has explained that away, and there's like a gay joke, and there's more ad libbing from your boy uh, Martin Lawrence. Uh, talk about how he gets how he gets it in. You know what I mean? Ha 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 ha! It's all funny. And um, also, Julie ruins baloney for people. Oh yeah, Julie's a vegan, and I'm really surprised it took her this long to tell us. <laughs> I'm surprised she started telling us as soon as the bullets started flying in her apartment. Uh, when she swung the bat, I don't eat meat and I don't like violence on animals, but exactly. I don't like violence on animals, but I don't eat meat, but I will hit you with this bat. And I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. Fair Cause you're enough. a vegan. That's you had to tell us in the first five minutes. <laughs> also, shout that's, out. How they, that's how they found her in the hotel. She kept saying like, I'm a vegan. I'm a vegan really loud. Like what the fuck was that? That's hilarious. Also shout out to the random hoe that was showing up, um, at the, uh, at, at y- the house. Yvette. Yes. Good old event. And that's 90s hot. Body types have changed. That is true. Because you wouldn't see her body type rolling up and it'd be a whole other kind of thing. 
Instagram mm-hmm. has changed the universe. Anyway, so we cut to uh, Club Hell. It's Club Hell time, right? Right. Because uh, like like during the bologna sandwich being you know destroyed for the universe, uh, we finally see Noah being identified by uh, Julie. And Julie's trying to get in on this Club Hell shit. She's trying to go on that little mission. They're like, no, Julie, you are under attack. Nobody knows you're here. How about you stay safe and live, right? It's not even like, I don't understand why they didn't explain it to her. It's like, we are possibly going to a location where everyone you've met so far with guns is going to be. The same guys who shot at you and shot at me at your apartment. You don't want to go in there. <laughs> so the club, the club hell scene um, has a couple things that I really like. But as an adult, I'm like, this is the dumbest shit ever. This, this, this should have been the climax of the movie, essentially, because no, yeah, the, but the club hell scene is definitely it reeks of Michael Bay. Each, yes, like, <laughs> like the whole the whole club hell thing just like to me just screams michael bay set this up i wonder why is it the uh slow-mo snm chicks grinding on each other that's one <laughs> and then like there's and then there's the uh the slight comedy while someone while action is happening yes. that happens to and Good then the uh, slow-mo fight. orbit to like danger and stuff like that like, okay okay I love how they um, immediately see everybody. Like the ba- all the bad guys are in the penthouse area where they can just look and see everything, and they can just spot everybody. But granted, they are the only two black people in Club Hill, so they 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 ID the fuck out of Marcus. It's like it's him. He's the cop, and they're freaking out. And uh, like, they're go- they're gonna go try to murder him in the bathroom, and we get a really mm-hmm. cool bathroom fight. This is where I have my beef. Not with the fight. Okay. Not with the clear. Uh, taller stuntman with the plastic bag over his head. I have no issues with that at all. Actually, that was pretty cool. I thought it was hilarious that Mike Lowry was being Mike Lowry outside and uh, not noticing his homeboys fighting for his fucking life. All hilarious. This is what got me. Okay. I get rewarded with a excellent unflushed urinal face dunk, right? It's oh, excellent. Yes. It's disgusting, but it's like this is what bathroom fights are all about. Oh, wait. Is it the fact that he doesn't arrest these guys right then and there? Yes! <laughs> like, he just lets them go! Because we're here we're here to arrest Noah on suspicion of murder, but these two just assaulted an officer. Why are we not handcuffing these guys and taking them outside? Attempted murder. <laughs> he just lets them go. He's like, you got your ass whooped. That's what you get. And it's like, what? Because those are your leads. You Because they're mad about their leads. Oh, sorry. And then and there's, like, e- there's so much wrong with this. Then there's an ether truck outside because like they're because yeah. of the timeline and they need more ether to cut the drugs to make more money. But they got a big ass ether truck just sitting outside the fucking club because they're just on break, I guess. Just waiting for it to like, yeah. Once we're done smoking and and banging white women, we're gonna come <laughs> back out here and just drive back to the ship. <laughs> this is so much that pisses me off about this scene. Then because like, oh no, we gotta we gotta. This is a this is like a uh, better than sex cake with dumb shit ingredients. So then right. Julie is sitting in the fucking place like, I can't take this. She's looking at the picture of Noah, thinking about her friend getting murdered, not thinking about the two cops actually going out there to get her the fucking justice. She wants to do it herself. So she takes her stupid ass. Uber didn't exist, so she just bought a power. Yeah, she got a cab. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, cabs are a thing. Sorry. She took cabs the cab, paid $375 in fare <laughs> to get there, only to like, okay, if she were to succeed, and kill 
fucking the main guy, the cops have been fucked. There's a lead. The location of the drugs could never be found out. The whole case is out the window because he's stupid. That's true. But I also feel like there's no way she would have killed him. It's- also, why didn't he move and why did he get mad when the when, when he didn't get shot? I was confused. I was lost. I was I never understood that. I don't know. He's like, damn it. Like, why? What? <laughs> why? Why didn't you just laugh at her? And be like, ha ha. You thought of, like you thought that Walter PPK was gonna shoot through this glass that we have installed here. Ha ha ha. No. Like, you know what? They, it could have been bulletproof glass. You're right. Maybe. Possibly. But whatever. It's a fucking clusterfuck at this point. It's everyone's freaking out. All the bad guys are coming after them, and they they gotta escape, and they jump into the fucking ether truck. Mm-hmm. And it's a thing, it's a fucking thing. And Noah's chasing them now with giant dude with a shot, a giant shotgun, and uh, it's a thing. Uh, they're arguing. It's more glorious banter between. I mean, honestly, this this movie is fueled by banter. Oh yes, this movie is brought to you by banter. Banter should B. banter is like is kind of like an honorable mention for Joe Grizzly. Like <laughs> just the entity of banter itself is like a Joe Grizzly in itself. Just it should have just been called Banter Boys. Wow, but it just sounds it sounds a little 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 dainty. Yeah. We're the Banter Boys. We're the Banter Boys. <laughs> oh, Randy, you are such a such a cod. Hipster douchebags. <laughs> just two dandies fucking just. <laughs> yeah. We're here for the banter. <laughs> I'm here for the rum. <laughs> just handkerchiefs everywhere. So uh That's your drugs. <laughs> Please, where can I procure white women? I kind of had a note, like, I I had a feeling, I don't know why, but in this movie, I'll keep looking at T. Leone, and I'm like, she looks like Megan Fox, and I'm just like, really? She, she could have been a little bit, like, like she has, like, if we're, yeah, yeah if, they, if they made this movie in, like, 2000, Megan Fox would have been T. Leone in this movie. T. Leone was, like, channeling, like, Nick Cage to me for some reason. I don't know what it, I don't know what it was about her. I was getting like a Nick Cagey vibe from her, like a female Nick Cage. It was weird. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of like ramblings. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, like weird. But like, just okay. close your mouth and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike decides to go Donkey Kong, which happens a lot in some of our movies. But he just starts throwing barrels at the fucking car and shooting them, and it works. And Noah dies yep. a horrific, fiery death alongside the shotgun. So. Here's another thing that bothered me because I, I remember it differently in my brain. I had like a little Mandela effect because I even I was in my notes like telegraphing my notes like, oh yeah, so this is the part where the helicopter comes and the wife see immediately. Right. But no. <laughs> no. You're you're half right. This is the part where the helicopter comes, but they don't broadcast that for at least another two days. For two whole days, an action news chopper sees an exploding car. And three cops and guns in the ether truck, and they're like, "We'll save this for Friday." <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Okay, so we got the president's address on Tuesday, and then uh, we got th- that thing with the the missiles, right?" Yeah. Okay. What are we putting for Thursday? We got nothing. What about that explosion we saw on the highway? That was like days ago. That's eh, fine. Whatever. Do that. Another thing, another thing that got me, because um, they're you know they're all teamed up now. They're officially a, a, a trio, right? Right. And they got to go into a store to go get some shit. I didn't realize what they t- what she was in there for. I forgot because it, it's it's Shampoo. a liquor store. 
who the hell sells shampoo at a liquor store? Bro, because I'm I looked I paused it and took a hard look. I'm like, <laughs> first of all, all the shampoo are like where the top shelf vodka would be, and I'm just like, y'all couldn't find a a fake CVS to go into. Like we had it <laughs> because we needed we needed to be plausible why he would pull guns out. Like the clerk, because we have like a, it's basically a racism moment. Cause yeah, it's, it's, it's two a, black guys in the white a whole chief. scene of racism, right? And uh, they're at a liquor store. He's paranoid because they're in there. He sees guns and he's like, "Freak!" Because you know, black black people aren't cops. And he pulls guns on them, call the mother bitches. <laughs> it's a joke, yada yada yada. And um, I was too busy like, why is there shampoo in here? Because <laughs> there's like <laughs> bottles on top of shampoo. bottles on top of bottles, but there's one wall dedicated to shampoo. Who the fuck is shopping at this place? <laughs> I need to get some. Okay, so I need some head and you get really wasted and then you throw up, right? So the party's oh. over, but they're getting refills and it's like, hey, Max threw up on me and I got some in my hair. Guess what they have? Shampoo. Fair Flat enough. out. It is Miami. It's Miami. It is Miami. I got to take care of the hair. I'll, I'll accept it. It's flimsy. I like. I like how like okay so Julie's looking for shampoo but she's trying to be like specific because she's a vegan and she doesn't do any animal testing and she's like do you know how many chemicals are in this and then that that conversation is like hey you know what she's right how is there so many drugs oh. and no chemists seem to know <laughs> anything about right. this right I forgot it's like the shampoo get at an Adam West Batman moment yeah <laughs> and they're like it's a chemist. It's like there's way too much ether and way too many chemicals for nobody to know nothing. Bro, uh, I forgot about that dumbass lead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so that brings them back to JoJo eventually. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. So let's let's just let's just skip ahead. So basically there's like an unnecessary moment where Marcus gets paranoid that uh, you know, uh Mike is fucking his wife because uh, Julie made it very clear, very clear. She would let her get dick down by the smoothness, and like this is this is her basically showing her hand that she knows that they are not who they say they are, right? But they didn't play it in well enough. Like they just let it, they let it marinate into more crazy shit later. So he literally books it, takes her, goes to like just have a scrap with him, and like have this thing like, dude, y'all never do you like that, even though we're both covered in pool water and this is all crazy. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Cut to the next day, cause they reconcile their homies again. Like the 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 rift is over. Because of the chemical thing, they go back to JoJo, who was a chemist, but now he's a straight guy. And because they're tired of dicking around with this guy, Mike goes fucking insane and grabs his gun and puts him <laughs> in the back of JoJo's head. Best and it's scene. like, what are you doing? It's like he's not. If he's not gonna talk, I'm just gonna kill him right here. It's like you go. Okay, you kill JoJo. It's on you. I ain't going down for this. I ain't going down for you killing JoJo. The time, man. And Mark and. Marcus is in the corner just screaming about, don't get that down! Don't get him! Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Because like when um, my favorite part is when, when Mike put the gun in, in Marcus's face. And Marcus was like, yeah. so sad. <laughs> <laughs> just give it to him, Joe! I like I like the one that's like, I like the brain fragment's going to get on my skin. That shit gets in your clothes and it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> It was that was good. That was a good moment. And um for some reason, um he was wearing a do rag for some reason. That was weird. Uh just because it wasn't black enough apparently. I don't know. Maybe. Well, 
Maybe. Or uh, yeah, the bad edge of Cost- some shit. Continuity. That's probably true. Could be a reshoot. His hair, his hair was different. That's yeah. I buy that. Because they like, went we back. We need to, to come him. back. Yeah, because they because the they, story doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, we need we need a shampoo angle. We need her to find a, any store. I don't care. And then like he finds out it's a liquor store, and he's like, God damn it! Uh, <laughs> just put some shampoo on the, the wall. Put <laughs> <laughs> the shampoo on the wall. Who the hell sells shampoo in a liquor store? Shut up! <laughs> just put a whole wall of shampoo right there. Oh my god. So this is where uh, the two day later sh- uh, <laughs> special report that should have been yeah. breaking news comes out two days later, and the kids find out, the wife finds out. So Teresa Randall's pissed. Her name is Teresa, isn't it? Yeah, her, huh. her real name's Teresa. They the can't even try. They didn't even fucking try. So Teresa like beelines to Mike's house, and it's a thing, and it's funny because they. Uh, <laughs> it looks bad. It looks bad. And I love, I love when, when, when Mark, no, when Mike came, and his immediate reaction was to cover his mouth. Oh shit! <laughs> it, was, it was always funny to me, man, because it's like there's nothing you can do. It's just like, oh fuck! And I love how he's like, yeah, okay, I know it looks bad. We got this white woman in here. I got my shirt kind of unbuttoned. Mike half naked. You think we just in here just banging this chick out? That's not how it's not what's happening. And she's not buying it. And they're ready to get a divorce. And it's just bad. Julie's mad because the wife found him so easily. But that's still really shitty logic on her part. Because Very she's much like, so. If the wife can find you, anybody could know, bitch. Like, we're family. No, the wife knew where Mike lived. And that's how she found them. And the thing about it is, Julie gave away their position, and that's why the bad guys show up the next scene. Like, almost everything immediately is her fault. Yeah, everything is her Everything's fault. Everything's her fault. Everything. Uh, everything. And because she could just went to witness protection, but anyway. Yeah, so she's, like, giving them a hard time. Even, yeah, even when she, even when um, they had to escape in the truck, she, had, she was talking shit. And it's like, bitch, we're doing this because of you. Anyway. So. <laughs> um, like, this I, is protective custody. Well. Protective custody was at the ha- the apartment right. that you left. <laughs> exactly. So I like how um the power of uh, firefights healed both relationships. Because <laughs> the bad guys show up and they just start. I mean, if this was real life, all of them would be dead. This would have worked. They had all the, oh, yeah. somehow they had all the time in the world to to get out of the way and even with uh, their plot armor is like impenetrable especially julie's because this makes zero sense so it's a firefight uh, uh marcus saves why, his wife why take the girl why is she alive thank you what was the whole why? point was to murder uh, her she's a witness right so if the witness doesn't exist anymore and she laid no down case. in front of them when they were shooting you realize that right yeah and they could have just lit her up and left and high-fived and had the greatest coke party this side of the western hemisphere but no they they abduct her because whatever so okay so we get this scene is still cool because this is this is the scene this is the this is the will smith becoming an official like the guy the hero actually you know what now that you've put that moment that thought in my head i was already on the fence about why do we even have this scene (laughs) because it's like will okay in reality, in the brain, I'm in my lab coat, Randy brain. 
This is a man running on foot, chasing after a car. Yes. He doesn't win no matter what happens. Oh, what's even crazier as is, long uh, as is, is, is your boy Marcus teleported because they ran far. They changed settings three times in this chase. And Marcus just turns a corner and he's there. <laughs> just like, huh? what the, what? This is the scenic route. But but it, it's all about we need Will Smith in slow motion with his shirt open, running in slow motion. We That's all it is. We need we need Martin Lawrence with his shirt open with the white beater running in slow motion. We need this dope ass score. He's not happy with the ab things he's got going there, but it's white beater. That's fine. Hey, he he's wearing a white beater better than I would. I have titties flopping everywhere. So <laughs> so fucking um, it's a dope scene. It's a dope scene. It's still unnecessary as fuck, but it's dope. This is this is the we need something for the trailer, guys. This is the moment, mm-hmm. and. We get the scene, man. The dope scene where they're both standing up in slow motion with the fucking camera panning around them. That's the fucking shot. That is the shot yep. for bad boys. That's why the scene is done. It's glorious. I love it. But as an adult, why didn't they just gun this bitch down on the floor? <laughs> oh, also Chet didn't die. Bullshit. But a random yeah. gray shirt dies. Random <clears throat> bellhop dies, though. He didn't deserve it. Chet did. Moving on. Moving the fuck on. So here's the deal. It gets even dumber, folks. Right. Because he's like, I killed my uh, chemist because he's he was he fucked up my deadline, even though he didn't. He was, still he on was time. fucking with my timetable. He was fucking with it, but he was still on time. Fouché, you dick. And he murdered him on the floor. But he's like, but now I have this useless white woman that I'm going to keep alive as like a weird kind of hostage. Not really a hostage. Yeah. There was no real stipulations like back off or I'll kill her. But they didn't know where he was. Because he once that is true. So there's no really there's no reason to keep her alive at all because it's like, you know, if if you don't like, what did he say? And he didn't call the cop. He called the cops. Yeah, he, he called the them. Tell them, tell them like the deal's going down in four hours. If you guys don't quit, <laughs> what are you like, doing? What? Wait a minute. Are you, you the Riddler us? now? <laughs> We had no idea where you are, and now we're going to trace your call. <laughs> they didn't know who the buyer was. They didn't know anything. And then, oh, my God. Like, why would you? Utah, oh. Just, you were so smart in the beginning. I'm sorry. What would you say, dude? We're both having mental breakdowns at the same time. What were you saying? Oh, like, just throw Julie off the side of a boat or off a plane and just be done with this. Shoot her dead when you saw her laying on the floor, like, 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 just the easiest kill. No, not even in cover. She's laying on the floor right in front of you guys, point blank. And, and you had seven guns trained on them. Whew, boy, oh boy. He called them to tell them to hurry, hurry up, but don't hurry up. Because I'm the Riddler and I got a, I got a mental issue. I want to be caught. Oh, so, mm, mm, mm. Don't figure it out, Batman. Here's a clue of where I am and GPS coordinates to make sure you find it. And then I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you this softball riddle. <laughs> I have two hands and I always strike uh, twelve times. Like what? Uh, a clock? What? Ah oh, fuck! No, oh, you got Yo, me. You've beaten my dastardly plan again. No. Beats the shit out of him. <laughs> Be beats him half to death. <laughs> That's what it is. He's, he 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 wants to be beaten by Batman, so he just. <laughs> He's, he's, he makes his game up in his head just to have the anticipation. He's just edging himself, just waiting for it's Batman like, to beat the shit out of him. That's the end game. Like, you oh, think you can stop me, Riddler? Bam, bam. Oh, harder, Daddy, harder. <laughs> what? 
That's every every rogues gallery. <laughs> they just they just want to get beat up by Batman, bro. They're just trying to find certain ways to do it. <sighs> Except Bane. Except Bane. Bane. Bane just Bane really wants to kill that guy. But um, Francine. <laughs> oh yeah, it's her fault. Cause they it's get her fault. they get John Sally to basically just crack the code in like a couple of minutes. It's like oh here it is, and then she, all she had to do was not have her name show that she was the spouse of Eddie, the guy that got killed. All she had to do, expert tracker lady, uh, hacker lady, is just, instead of pretending you don't know the password and like and IT doesn't exist, change the status, you dummy. That's all you had to do. Or just Known spouses, name, none. None. N-A. But she left her name on oh. there. You dummy. Or change it to someone else's name. Or, or I don't know, quit and stop working there. <laughs> And then she's like, oh. I love how you, because you're mad at her, like, you dumb bitch. But then, like, they had dirty pictures of me, and they were going to put it in the bulletin board in my kid's school. <laughs> so, okay, fine. You poor fine. thing. All right. I guess it's okay. And she finally helps him. And they do the tracking shit, you know. I love how, um, because the deal's going down, right? Mm-hmm. And I love how the buyer is dressed exactly like Abdul. From fucking Delta Force, I died laughing. All oh, yes. mustache shades. I was done. I was laughing. I want so to hard. let you know that I am the bad guy. <laughs> let it be clear that I am. <laughs> yes, I am Latin. And yes, I want drugs to buy and to purchase. And yes, I buy a bunch of cars. This is a unimportant thing. I'm just laying a little bit of groundwork for some shit that's going to happen later in the movie. But I am just a transitional piece. But, um, Fucking god damn it, dude. This this movie. So they talk about how much it's gonna be, you know, sort of shit. You know, it's gonna be he basically flipped it. What that's what makes me so mad about this guy. He he's so smart but so stupid. You stole the drugs mm-hmm. from the cops. You were right. about to make so much fucking money because you did like your the only cost you spent was like van rental and I guess CO2 cartridges for your power sled shit. <laughs> I don't know, but like very minimal cost, dude. Like you, because you didn't buy the drugs, you didn't have to go through anything to go through the drugs. Then you stretched it, flipped it, and doubled the value. Right. But you call the cops that you stole from to tell them when the time. <laughs> let them know. <laughs> Gotta let them know. Jesus Christ, I can't. Huh. being an adult is tough, man. <laughs> As a kid, I'm like, yeah. So here's the deal. Yeah, go get those guys. No. Here at Code 45, we have a saying. Bad deals go bad. We've never covered a drug deal in the history of this show that has been successful. Not once. And it never will happen because that's how it goes. Fucking white suit dude gets shot through the whole body cavity because, um, oh, Ruiz and Sanchez. We never talked about them. They're basically the B team, the Latin bad boys yeah. that nobody cares about because neither one of them are very attractive. But they come along. Did they die in this movie? No, they didn't die. They just vanished after, even though they were an integral yeah. part for this uh, t- this crackdown. So it's a four. It's four on whoever an uh, uh, undiscernible amount of bad guys, right? Uh, right? Oh God, I forgot to talk about the foil before I talk about the, the 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 drug dealer dying, the buyer dying, the guy who had all that money dying. Here's the deal: okay. the woman that they didn't kill, Randy, thwarted their plans. Huh. What? 
What? Crazy. One thing I did appreciate though was that fat bastard dude because he was <laughs> she was like getting a key out of her blouse and he's like you got an itch. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll scratch it for you. And she showed him his middle finger. He's like, scratch this. And he's like, I'll scratch whatever you want, you blue eyed bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It it came, I know that that was ad lib because it came from so much hatred in his heart. (laughs) You blue eyed bitch. Like, what? Say. It's like you gotta stop insulting the actors, Ted. Oh. I mean, I know he has cock eyes and like whatever, but still, that's not. Come on, we're all family here. That was so good, dude. I oh, he he he's a treasure. Like honestly, like whoever casted him did an excellent job because he brought it. He brought it. Oh, that was funny to me. So anyway, shit goes foobar. Like she she like caused a little bit of ruckus, as well as the um they they got lucky um, uh, Mike. Marcus and Ruiz and Sanchez got lucky because they found a, a, a garbage truck to use mm-hmm. as their fuck you guys were busting in tank mode. Huge firefight in a sea of propane tanks and ether. And Michael Bay is edging at this point in time in the movie. Like, oh, any moment now. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, God. Oh, there's so many flammable substances. <laughs> It'd be a shame if somebody shot some of this. <laughs> It'd be a shame if someone lit it all on fire. <laughs> So as Michael Bay profusely sweats behind the viewfinder, uh, we have <laughs> it's a crazy firefight, right? Nobody's taking cover. None of the bad guys are taking cover. Everyone is like standing out in the open, like it's fucking Area 51, the the shooter game or right. Time Crisis. Like no one's taking cover. Cause it's literally like three guys standing on a wing of a plane shooting assault. I'm like, what are you, what are you, what are you guys doing? <laughs> you got you got. They're inside of a dumpster. Just shoot down. Why are you like this? Also, no one really cares that there's like, I don't know, death surrounding them. Like, I'd be like, you know what? How about we how about we leave? And then it- <laughs> how about we It's like no, that like in the other room at the precinct, the chief is calling in all the cars, everyone, tanks, helicopters, everyone, but he doesn't know where. But in the opposite end of the precinct, Mike and Marcus leave to go exactly where all the tanks and people should be they didn't have three-way calling at that office yet i don't know dude like cell phones or cell phones would really like cut before the you shit. leave but it's like wait we know where he is we're going i have a gps coordinates right the, we're tracking oh, our cops here who have gps's or some shit like we're tracking their phone so follow this shit or, right. or they're headed to this fucking trajectory to go to this airport just go to that airport follow the explosions right so Really cool line so, by Martin Lawrence, because um, the, the the two not important but important uh, baddies die, right? Uh, right. Mustache dude, for some reason, gets in the plane. Because <laughs> he's trying to leave. He, he knows. It's not. He knows Michael Bay that all this explosives around. He's not going to stick around in this movie if he stays any longer. <laughs> okay, but like real talk, was the plane? How was the plane going to leave? It was surrounded by ether tanks. Like there was nowhere for it to go. Nowhere. Nowhere. Was he going to fly the plane? What was yeah. he gonna do? I love how um, I love how Martin took like a like oh sorry Marcus took like a legit shot at him with the with the the little Uzi, and like it should have hit him because he did a perfect straight line across the door. It didn't touch him, but the reason it didn't touch him was why, Randy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you forgot you your board and pass. pass. It's a good line though. And he, <laughs> old boy, flew, but not in the way that he wanted. <laughs> he became a fucking. 
Hadouken fireball and flew out that door. Hadouken! Right into the fucking gate. And then I, uh, the fat dude died horribly. Um, uh, Mike Lowry murdered him. He got shot. He, not only did he get shotgun shot in the, in the stomach, he fell into the electrical board or some shit that was there yeah. for some reason and got electrocuted into and burning the flames. Like he got, both guys were burned to death. Strangely. Oh, yeah. Weird. Just, just a little bit of pre for uh, Michael Bay there. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit out. Not the whole thing. Just a little bit. Gross. But uh, it's coming though. <laughs> so, uh, so much. All these uh, like you know, one of the, one of these sports cars that were just there for just shits and giggles, had now been commandeered by uh, Fouché. I must say Douche, but whatever that douchebag. So. Mike tries to get in there. Like Mike doesn't get wounded, but uh, Marcus does. He gets shot in the leg by uh, Fouché. And <laughs> I like how Mike doesn't get like actual wounded. He just gets shot in his uh, vest. Right. That's his. That's his wound. A bruise. This <laughs> hurt a lot. Oh my chest. So he goes down, and um, they got to get in the car. Like, like they got they, they scoop up uh, Marcus and uh, uh, Julie because Julie has to be in the fucking car for some reason. Um, they scoop him up in his Porsche, and they got to leave before the fucking building explodes. Right. And Michael Bay fucking knees buckle at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Huge explosion. Yeah. So okay, as a child, this race scene was fucking epic. Cause I'm like I'm on over my brain is overstimulated. There's so many explo- I'm 11. There's explosions. There was slow motion. Uh, uh, ideas of possible boops coming out. Right. Uh, guns, one-liners. You know the whole nine. And they're driving side by side. Oh, you gotta punch it because there's this little way that we can only fit through. Only one car can get in. We gotta get there first. Where the hell was he going? <laughs> I don't know. And why did it matter, Randy? Like I was, I'm as a kid, I'm, I'm tuned in. Like, oh shit, why did that matter? Why couldn't he just drive behind them? Then what? I don't know. It's like just keep following him until you get to like I don't know. Because once they passed barricade. him, he had yeah he had like enough he had enough lead time to like veer and be right behind him and what drive forever like. Why didn't he just stop and be like, suckers, y'all just drove through the path. I'm going to just turn around and go another direction. Exactly. Because the cops weren't there yet. Was that the only way out? Because it didn't seem like it. But why? Like, he had no reason to crash. There was no... If they would have... If it was closing, I think that would have been better. Like a gate or some no, shit? I, I, I think it makes more sense. Like, maybe it's just like... He didn't have to hit that fucking barricade at all. Like, there was no reason. There was no reason. There was no reason at all. No. At all. Because there's no reason for him to even drive that direction. It's just like, just leave. He could have just, he could have just hit the brakes and let them go through and then, like, went behind them or just went another direction. Or just turn left. He could have just turned left and ruined everything. That's true. The fuck were you doing? I don't know. Whatever. That bothered me, like, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. It's like, I have no more brain cells left to work this car. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He 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 was getting. I, yeah, it's probably why he was. He, he probably needed the money for like an amazing brain surgery because he was getting retarded about a second. <laughs> it was his last cry because he and, and the and the mistakes didn't stop because he survives. 
and they get out the car because we need he needs to get shot. He needs to be shot. Like him getting him crashing his car is not enough. No, so he's running. And, it, uh, and again, it's like okay, so you got out of the car and you don't run with the barricades as your protection. Right. He runs right at where the X is. <laughs> right into the X and then straight out. <laughs> and he gets shot in the leg. And um, your boy Mike, he's tempted to go to the dark side. He's like, oh, it's all about this right here. Up close and personal. Puts the gun to his face. About to murder him. He doesn't do it. Because he's an unarmed man. It's not right. Even though Fouché's begging him like, yeah, Right. Put it right in his eye hole. And then he gets a gun to justify him getting shot 85,000 times by Mike Lowry. <laughs> I was like, well, what was the point? What was the point? Anyway, I guess justice, I guess, whatever. So, yada, yada, yada. Marcus tells Mike he loves him, right? Yeah. And Mike says, I love you too, man. And like, it's, a, it's a transitional shot. And, and Martin, uh, sorry, Marcus is shocked. He kind of is taken aback by it. And it's a sweet moment. And then uh, Marcus is like, fuck this shit. Handcuffs him with uh, Julie and bounces. And it's like the end of the movie. Here's the deal. Marcus, Martin Lawrence, uh, was actually legit shocked by that. Because it was a huge four-hour fight between Michael Bay and Will Smith about him saying, I love you. What? Will Smith was like, he wouldn't do that shit. Nah, I don't want him doing that. And Michael Bay was like, dude, come on. You know, he needs to say it. Camaraderie, yada, 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 yada. He's all right, cool. But then Will Smith changed his mind at the last minute and said he's not going to do it. So then that's where the fight came. And they fought for so long to where there was only 15 minutes left to do the shot. And there was no time for reshoots. They weren't going to get any reshoots or any, uh, you know, extra, extra time to do this shit. So Michael Bay literally threw his hands and was like, I don't care, dude. Fuck it. Whatever. And like action. And then like Will Smith decided to go with it and say, I love you. Kind of a dick move. <laughs> that is such a dick move. Kind of a dick move. But, um, or maybe he didn't want to do any more takes or he was just tired of ad living. Like, who knows? <laughs> or maybe it was like a, an extra fuck you. Like, I'm not going to do it, but I'm going to ad lib. I love you, bitch. Because you made us do all this extra work for this movie. But, um, that's it, man. That's bad boys. I had to throw in that little extra nugget of, um, trivia. That shit was crazy to me. Huh. Makes me think of Will Smith in a different light now. Nah, nah, it's fucking Michael Bay. He'll he'll go on to make us miserable and ruin our childhoods, and uh, make uh, Transformers weirdly racist. That one time. Mm Mm-hmm. I I I, I never no dude I I never went back after that. I never watched like once once they had those two little Scion motherfuckers, and Devastator had balls. I quit. I quit the franchise. Oh yeah, me too. I yeah. never saw the next one. I was like, no, eh, I was like, I'm good. I'm out of here. I'm out of this. Yeah. Nuts, really. We're gonna do that. Is what we're doing with our Transformers now? Because I already had, I already had yeah. to like deal with the cartoon movie with robots having mustaches. I already had to fight that and, and just internalize it. But now we're gonna, okay. Now we're gonna put balls on them. But where's his dick? Why man? would you forgive the mustaches? Because they're in the junk planet, bro. Whatever. Moving on. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> It's tally time, folks. Yeah, let's find out how many people got motherfucking murdered in the 90s. Let's get into body count. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. That body count. Uh-huh. That body count. How many people got laid down, man? Who, who got smoked? 
Who I got, got 23 dead. Sounds about right, man. Sounds about motherfucking right. That's a pretty solid number. Cause I may have all... added some more after, like, you were like, yeah, that guy died and that guy died. Like, oh, okay, I didn't count those. <laughs> you know, it's the, the, the deaths that mattered mattered. But it was like, you know, it was like, yeah. it was a couple like, oh, I'm a bystander. And they just go down, but you don't see nothing. You kind of miss it. It's, you blink and you miss. Um, right. So now it's time to talk about everybody's favorite subject, the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. Nothing, guys. We just got a bunch of people who act like they're about to get naked, but they don't. So basically, just Robert Townsend type shit here. People in their drawers. It is what it is. Probably why I got in the theater at such a young age, unfortunately. But um, so, so we're not going to show any titties, but you can have all the violence you want. All the violence. So, folks, um, let's find out who our favorite character was in this movie. Um, who shined out to us the most? Who was our bright star? Who was our Joe Grizzly recipient? Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. Random Randy Savage. Who was your Joe Grizzly? My Joe Grizzly is going to be uh, Captain Sinclair, the Joe Patanolino's mm, character. That's a good pick. That's a good fucking pick. Absolutely good pick. Uh, you already know mine. I, I made it very obvious. Uh, the Fat Bob guy. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> when he was on screen, he always has something fucking hilarious to say. But the I will scratch whatever you want, you blue-eyed bitch line was so out of nowhere, dude. I just had a good laugh. He didn't deserve the death that he got. That was a grizzly, grizzly death. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want to die like this, get shot, and then I want to run into this electric thing. Like, electric it's going to be amazing. Then I'm going to burst into a ball of flames. Then I'm going to run around and just be emolted and just, yeah. God damn. So, um, I guess it's final verdict time, man. Knee pads mm-hmm. and slippers is the moment of truth. What that means, folks, is if we really like this movie, we'll give it a maximum of two knee pads where we'll fall to the worship position. Given the movie is just due, or if we hate this movie, we'll give it a maximum of two hater slippers, where we'll slide on both slippers and assume the identity of our best friend and never come, never tell them about white women in their homes. <laughs> the ultimate betrayal. Random Randy Savage. <laughs> Random Randy Savage, knee pads and slippers. I'm going to go ahead and give this uh, two knee pads. I hated Transformers. I hated Ninja Turtles, but... Like I said, you stick Michael Bay in anything that's non tour related, and he just kicks ass and takes names. I'm I, I'm I'm conflicted because that bad guy, Fouché, is one of the dumbest motherfuckers. <laughs> the two knee pads, man. Despite logic, logic be damned. This movie works. You know why? Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. God bless those guys. A couple of like literally, the, the, it's about them. It's about them yep. doing shit and, ha- and just doing shit. And that and the movie focuses on that because because I didn't... Logic takes a sidestep because you're too busy just enjoying the shit that they're putting down there on screen, dude. And launch the fuck out of both their careers in different paths. But launch the mm-hmm. shit out of their careers, man. Making them no longer just TV stars, but goddamn movie stars. And fuck if this wasn't a good movie, man. For the, Especially for like 90s-wise, for 95? Uh, yeah. You're, yeah, <laughs> it's not too shabby. Just you just realize the bad guy's really dumb as fuck. Other than that, 
I mean, that's like me, because like, I've given two knee pads on other 80s movies. Like, okay, they gave a chick a lot of plot armor. So what? So the fuck what? Mm-hmm. It's bad boys, guys. It's motherfucking bad, bad boys. boys. How? <laughs> you really? I can't have a black podcast and not give bad boys two knee pads, bro. I refuse. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, this is going to be an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> How dare I? <laughs> Let it slide. Yeah, but, you, but I'm still give you guys some content. I'm still gonna talk some shit. But um, yeah. that's it, man. Fucking um, next week we're gonna be doing Cyborg, the JCVD uh, vehicle with guest Hero Bishop from Nerdcore. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be cool because I have to make that official and not fuck this up in the future. Uh, <laughs> but Randy, you got any shoutouts, man? Or recommendations or anything I- like that? So I was I'm nope I got nothing sorry okay. oh wait whoa, whoa, whoa. pandemic tour technically soon. it already happened technically it already happened at this point oh well by now it should be happening or it's over and um it was a great time guys yeah. thanks for everything thanks it was you guys awesome. should check it out next year it's gonna be amazing especially the part where they like you know gave us drugs it was cool. <laughs> I can't believe uh, Michael Rosenbaum can drink that much. And, you know, all the VIPs that we got. Yeah, man. I got to blow coke in a chick's butt. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> I may or may not keep that. But, yeah, man, um, shout out to the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Shout out to uh, Castaways and the Pod Squad. Also, by this time, no, keep an eye out for this week. Uh, we're going to be doing a guest spot on So Wizard, the both of us. We're going to talk about the new Predator movie. So keep your eyes, yeah. keep your ears and eyes open for that one. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. If you get hot, then you must get cool. Bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? You chuck it on that one. You chuck it on this one. You chuck it on your mother and you chuck it on your father. You chuck it on your brother and you chuck it on your sister. You chuck it on that one and you chuck it on me. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you?